Kick, Rumble, Odyssey, Twitter, which is X, DLive, Facebook, Twitch. Will YouTube start? I'm sure it's already started, and it is. It is September 27th. It's Wednesday, 2023 AD, 9.01 AM, U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Going to have a fun fun show, hopefully, right? Hopefully. We shall see. What will we cover? These uh, people in Philadelphia talking about the, you know how I've been saying, oh, they've been catching the criminals. Well, not when it's hordes of them, as I told you. And there were indeed hordes of criminals in uh, Philadelphia. What a shame. Uh, And Seattle, they don't even care about the crime because it's that soft crime, that liberal, oh, these homeless bums just polluting our streets. And we're happy. We're happy. So say the people in a Fox News, faux news interview. Hopefully I have that. Let me make sure. Yes. And I missed a super chat. I am remiss in not getting to one of the super chats yesterday in response to a caller who called in about all these whites committing suicide. Why are they doing it? And how come the blacks aren't doing it? They have it so tough in America. (laughs) They do not have it tough in America. Um, They have it tough in their homes, in their evil hearts. That's what's tough. And useful idiot Taylor Swift. Don't say idiot too much, kids. But that gal... I want to play this clip. It's a short clip from a... uh, Netflix documentary from 2020 about her posting this IG post about Tennessee values when she stopped being non-political. She doesn't even know what she's talking about. But she says she's a Christian, so that's cool. And of course, I did not get yesterday to the slutty football mom, mother hugger, part three, as I mentioned that I would, and I hope to do that today, as well as the... uh, El Paso mass murderer and his hippy dippy father. So all that, hopefully, guys, and your calls, if you would like to call in, and some beautiful, fun music, child, children's music, and uh, deep but not Christian music. But let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the hate. doing i am fine not many of us have it truly tough in america at present if we're truly honest says nikki from texas indeed but everybody has their issues everybody lives in their hell isn't that the case isn't that the truth no matter how rich or whatever you or how easy you have it you find a way to be miserable don't you stress out or whatever. Let me just make sure that we're live on the um, 
We are live on Rumble. I'm, I just want to make sure that there's audio coming in. Come on. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. I w- would have been remiss in not checking that. <sighs> yeah. Uh, American flag t-shirt. King of the cage. Nice. Freedom. Uh, bird of freedom or something. <laughs> okay, let me get right into this. I thought they were getting away with it. Oops, they are getting away with it. They are getting away with it. I thought they were not getting away with it, but they are (laughs) in Philly, in a worldly sense, getting away with it. Or are they being tracked by their Apple iPhones that they stole? This is in Philadelphia. Breaking! Jack Jack Posobiec tweeted this out, this video. Clip 33, Hassan. Instagram influencer Dejia. I'm not on Instagram all that much. That's, this is more Joel Friday TV's purview. Live streams herself looting stores in Philadelphia. Minute-long minute clip. Here's, I don't know which one is her because I don't know her. Must be a black. Black Instagram tweeted, uh, shared this out of her committing crimes. A woman. All these are women. Bunch of women and female and males. But here it is. You're crazy. In broad daylight. Thanks. Or is it just light? No, it's it's not daylight. Wow, they tore down the. They tore down the metal pull down barriers, garage door type thing. All these young people. Stop, thief! Oh yeah, I saw her before. Oh, that's oh, her? She's the one? Oh yeah, the cops coming. <laughs> Oops. I think I bleeped everything that I... I was trying to listen. Fortunately, these blacks don't cuss too much. Wow, terrible, huh? Awful. Uh, and clip 34. What happened in Philly last night? This is from Krasenstein, a liberal, who was interviewed by JLP, I will have you know. Krasenstein, one of those Krasenstein twin brothers. They're liberals. Brian Krasenstein. What happened in Philly last night at the Lululemon? I thought it was Lululemon until uh, I heard um, JLP's producer <laughs> pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Somehow I didn't see that third L and that second uh, U. It's not Lululemon, it's Lululemon. Whatever, it's some brand, clothing brand. Was wrong, says Brian Krasenstein. Democrats know it was wrong. Republicans know it was wrong. Independents know it was wrong. They were bad people doing bad things. This doesn't have to be politicized like I see many people doing. Politicizing it ignores the root of causes of such behavior. Bad, immoral people who are supported by demon rats. And Republicans. But anyway, here's the uh, clip of some police getting overrun. And they can only catch the uh, skinny little blacks who are squirrely but not strong enough to break free from the uh, cops. Catch, check this out. And these girls laughing. Look, the cops don't know who to grab. And this woman hysterically laughing. Cop has him in a... Is that a chokehold? No chokeholds, bike cop. Oh, no. Oh, no. Terrible, huh? Oh, my God. 
The city of brotherly love, by the way. Philadelphia. Phileo. Brotherly love. Terrible, huh? Awful. Thanks for that. Hopefully that's still working. <laughs> um, and last one, last one. That was obnoxious, wasn't it? Uh, clip 35, Ed Krasenstein, the brother of Brian Krasenstein, wrote, What's wrong with people? In Philadelphia last night, a bunch of people break into an Apple store and take all the iPhone 15s. With sirens blaring, they run out only to realize all the iPhones have been disabled and they may be being tracked. <laughs> so what do they do next? They begin breaking all the iPhones that they just took while being filmed by people with other iPhones. One such video can be seen below, and here's, here it is. Some people just aren't very bright. Who do you blame? Whom? Here it is. I think this is that same... This might be that Jay Dia. Obnoxious, huh? I turned her down because she was too loud. Oh my, my, it's happening. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's happening. It's happening. Look at this Mexican man just trying to get home with his. Well, maybe he was. Maybe he's a looter too. <laughs> maybe he took groceries though. Look at that. Look at these people being cheered on by their cheerleaders. Free iPhones. Can we get volume controls for all of them? <laughs> uh, I know, they are they're loud people. I can appreciate a loud person. It's good to be loud sometimes. And then they start... See this gal? I don't know, what's she saying? You see, cute, right? Kind of? Maybe not. <laughs> Look at them, they're throwing them out down on the ground. Oh my god, oh my god. They're tracking us, bro. And then they pour juice on it. Ain't nothing. Oh my god, all these iPhones. Terrible. So that's Philly. Oh my god, this is crazy. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing. Ah, uh, so wrong. Beta Lake says, remember kids, the Tulsa riots is a Tulsa massacre to you. We're started by racist whites. I don't think they were acting this bad. Maybe somewhere. I did hear that there was resentment towards the whites that was uh, pushed by the... Uh, the dishonest types back in the day, the NAACP types, the National Association Against Colored People types, W.E.B. Dubois, JLP talks about that one guy, Booker T. Washington, who spoke against those people who kept on their, kept their grievances, grievances, complainingness in front of the blacks to keep them enslaved. As Big Bump said, enslaved. Enslaved to slavery. Enslaved to, uh... Deserving. I remember I told you this story before. One of the, one of the black guys who came here, a reformed thief. 
stole his, stole a phone, and he uh, said he thought that he deserved it. It was his to take. When you give them stuff, they feel like it uh, belongs to them. When you're told, when they're you're they're told they get deserve reparations for their ancestors. Terrible lies. And then you you even have decent blacks like my my black friend or slash fiend, black Hebrew Israelite, John from Kentucky told me, blacks have had it pretty hard in America, but you don't see them committing this suicide stuff. They have not had it hard in America, as I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show. They've never had it so good as in America on a physical level. Jack Posobiec said, meanwhile, every cop should should call out blue flu. I disavow this, of course. Don't be calling in sick when you're not really sick. Do what you want, of course, but make sure you're uh, protecting yourself both in your career, your job, and, uh, and uh, following the law and stuff. But look at what they are doing to Officer Mark Dial. He had a knife pulled on him, according to Jack Posobiec. I, re- I read this on the Jason Lee Peterson show. And he defended himself. Soros DA charges him with murder. And I learned that that's not uh, uh, anti-Semitic dog whistle to mention George Soros. It's a normie thing. It's a... Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu thing, who is the good kind of Jew. Ishman. I like Benjamin Netanyahu, I'll have you know. He seems like a, uh, I like him better than George W. Bush, anyway. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't compare people. Uh, anyway, Netanyahu did not like George Soros because George Soros is anti-Zionist or something like that. Zionist is nationalist for Israel. Sometimes it's globalist nationalist for Israel or something like that. And that's what you guys don't like, I guess. But you should be nationalist for your country. Soros is against that because he's, he's a mama. Billionaire George Soros. Uh, Soros, I only ever heard of normies talking about George Soros. I never heard of the alt-right or the... Uh, the uh, white nationalists or the Jew blamers talk about George Soros. He's like a drop in the bucket in terms of their problem with the uh, Jewish people. A lot of the Jewish uh, bad guys or whatever. DA charges him with murder. Soros DA charges his officer Mark Dial in Philly with murder for defending himself against a guy who had a knife. They can close the distance with a knife. I blame that one TV show, Person of Interest. They always only ever shoot him in the legs. And also that one show with that one guy, um, that one with the uh, black guy and... Is it Lethal Weapon, the one with the guy who made Passion of the Christ? He shot him in the leg, too, with a uh, shotgun. All these movies telling people that they can only get shot in the leg and they'll survive. Don't people even die from getting shot in the leg sometimes? Yeah. Um, especially if they hit you in your femoral artery, femur artery. Uh, judge exonerates Dial. DA refiles charges. Open war on police. JLP is interviewed. When I was producer of the Jason Lee Peterson show, he interviewed this gal who was a frequent guest on Tucker Carlson, my competitor, Heather MacDonald. 
the war on cops, talking about how black women were begging, black mothers were begging for more police presence. And that's a fact. They don't like all this crime in their communities. They're trying to raise kids. But they attack the cops. <laughs> Carver says, aim for the head. Hey, charges just dropped, this officer Dia, Dia, Dial guy. Yeah, yeah, Mel Gibson. That's right, Mel Gibson. He shot the guy in the leg from across like the swimming pool. <laughs> not to spoil that movie from the 80s that you guys might not have seen. I just saw it recently, meaning like a year ago. <sighs> meanwhile, meanwhile, the purported whites... Seattle. In Seattle, there's fake joy, but at least it's not Chicago or Philly. Because they don't... Does Seattle have a heavy black presence, or they just have a heavy criminal presence in Antifa and uh, homeless bums and Hispanics, but not too many blacks? So their violent crime is not so out of control. Uh, Clip 32. Abu Ghazalekat tweeted out, Fox News... Faux News tried to do a bunch of scary man-on-the-street interviews about crime. It didn't go well. And then you have these goofy... I don't even know if they're normal whites, but they're liberal, white liberals on the streets doing man-on-the-street for uh, my other competitor, Jesse Waters. One-minute-long clip. Here's and this judge woman who's on Fox News introduces it. Here it is. Jesse sent Johnny to the progressive hellscape where residents mocked the idea that, that the city is spiraling out of control. Homeless bums everywhere. I've never seen any crime in Seattle. I've never seen any of it. I've seen fun and laughter and laughter and fun. I don't believe that number. People, they're Fake you know smile. getting robbed out here, carjacked. I've never heard of anyone getting robbed. Crime is a social issue that could be solved by giving people their basic needs. It's not a thing that happens just on the street. People don't just come up and try to rob people on the street. Do you walk around every day like someone's going to rob me every second? Seattle decriminalized drug use, and then they criminalize it again. Oh my God, who are you getting these facts from? You're from New York. Apparently you're listening to the wrong people. I saw a lot people. of people shooting up on my way down oh, here. Oh, did you? Okay. And they were bothering you? I was in a car, but, you know, people... Oh, oh no, people you're in a car! Oh, no, they were hurting you so bad! Oh, no! That's why you don't talk to women about politics. Especially obnoxious, liberal, not-Christian women. <laughs> Nugget Man suggests that she might not be a... Uh, Christian. Liberals... And I covered just, I think, last week. You saw a little bit of that footage, probably. That the, uh, they are stealing out of, like, the Fred Meyer outside of Seattle. Wasn't that Seattle that I covered? I think it was last week. Let me see if that was last week. That, that grown adult man saying, I've never seen any crime. I just see people laughing and having fun and having fun and laughing. Fred, hold on, Fred Meyer, yes, Cho Show, Cho Show from uh, the 18th, Monday the 18th, getting worse, there are so many unresolved homeless encampments in Seattle, Greenwood behind the Fred Meyer keeps getting worse, counted close to 30 tents, 
One with a door! He said, freaking door. Don't say freaking, kids. Not too much, anyway. Neighbors keep flooding my DM, saying the city, along with city council member uh, Dan Strauss, probably not a Christian, are ignoring the problem. Open-air drug use, more crime, yelling at all hours of the day, trash spilling out on the streets. Concern the place is being used as a chop shop, stealing stuff, you know, and then reselling it. Metal part of a brand new hose line to sell at a local scrapyard. Perfectly legal, as long as it's not stolen. You can't really prove that it's stolen or not. Neighbor showed his receipt for, a black neighbor, showed his receipt that he got, bought those groceries. Because some of the people steal while he works to pay for everything he owns. Upstanding black man in Seattle. Um, reasonable people getting tired of it. And then these people, three people, acting like, ooh, it's fine. It's a social problem. Give them what they need and they won't, and, uh, and then they won't do, be doing stuff. No. Make them earn it. Giving them what they need and more is part of what's spoiling them and to make them think that they deserve even more. Encampment been cleared several times in the past year, but the city allows it to come back. Homeless mess in Seattle. Jonathan Cho, journalist out of Seattle. C-H-O-E. S-H-O-W. And their fake joy. Shameful. But it's kind of like what I told you guys. With that interesting, whatever that guy's name is, Hanania. I think it's Richard Hanania tweeting about how the West Coast doesn't have the violent, crazy uh, black crime, I guess, and uh, maybe uh, so much of the drug cartel crime or whatever you want to call it. But we have the homeless bums polluting even the uh, so-called upper class. <laughs> Nugget, man. <laughs> Funny. He says New York is based. He doesn't say, call it New York. They just let the people, the people, just keep killing each other. <sighs> Sick. So people are saying, oh, you know, there's a lack of trust in uh, the departments, the uh, leadership, the government, to keep the order. And so these people act like they can get away with this stuff. And when they're big mobs, like you saw in the uh, previous segment with all those people stealing and, uh, and looting in Philly, you're going to get more of that and just attacks on people. You saw in the Jason Lee Peterson show that Chicago uh, black-on-white attack, two blacks mugged and beat a white. I saw that clip. He's like, what the blank? Get the blank off me. He's cussing. Man, and he was fighting back. He made, he made a black guy dr- fall. Maybe American Anchor Baby has it for you. <laughs> but you saw it on, you probably saw it on the beginning of the Jason Lee Peterson show today. And they're looking for them. They have them just open, broad daylight mugging people in Chicago. They almost targeted a woman earlier. I saw on a, Earlier footage, so it's crazy. People say, get out of the cities. 
Maybe. Maybe. Just be alert. Stay alert. That one guy who got mugged. Uh, maybe he should have stayed alert. I don't know if being alert would have helped him. Maybe he should have been armed, but maybe that would have put him in even worse trouble. I don't know how bad of shape they left him in after they... Yesterday I covered the suicides. These 14-year-olds committing all these suicides. ...themselves uh, in recent years. And they were big stories because the blacks and the liberals in the media and even in my... Some, some of it's good. Press two if it's bad. Press three if it's uh, a little iffy, but seems okay. The stream. Bill, two. People are saying two. Help, help. It's red. Pardon me while I have... Sorry, guys. Hang on, hang on. Good thing we have Bill, the engineer here. If anybody can fix it, Bill can. Audio keeps cutting out. Three. Okay, thank you, Lisa, our resident health expert. Hang on, hang on. Are we streaming out of Wirecast or, uh... Okay. And even now, it's, even with that, it's bad, huh? Hmm. Terrible. Buffering. Help! Help! Well, we'll just be patient while we get in here, because I want to read the super chat when we're back on don't be sorry, Hake, be better. <laughs> I know. All right. I'm not sorry. Bill fixed it? Is it, is it thumbs up now? Okay. Press one if we're fine again. Press two if it's still bad. Press three if it's a little iffy, but James, just keep on going. Fix now, I think. Okay. We are back. So, I was telling you guys about the about the reaction to my uh, suicide co- story, suicide stories. Not my suicide. I don't do that so far. Um, <laughs> uh, these fourteen-year-old girls keep killing themselves. Purportedly white. So wrong. And then they have all the wrong solutions to it. You know these schools talking about, oh, more resources, and these parents, more resources, and the children do these walkouts, bullying and blame the bullies. You don't, you blame the person and the parents of the child if it was a child who did that. There was a missed super chat yesterday. I'm remiss in not reading the super chats or this particular super chat that I missed. And I had seen it too. I screenshotted it, thankfully. John from Kentucky said, how come the blacks are not committing suicide? They have it so hard in America. Yeah, right. Uh, And they are sometimes. They're hanging themselves even. Black Lives Matter supporters committing the S word, suicide. Don't say suicide. And then the mainstream media, the liberals, the neighbors, the blacks are saying, oh, they were lynched. When they weren't lynched, it comes out, sure enough, yes, indeed, they did commit the suicide thing. Or they did die by suicide. You're supposed to say that. Well, here is a uh, fact check from a super chat on uh, DLive. Beta legs yesterday with the diamond blacks. 
Commit suicide by cop, cuh. Which is short for cousin. Which is, or black for cousin, right? That's another true thing. They don't value their own or others' lives. They so filled with rage or, and or fear or whatever. Brainwashing that they uh, get all squirrely with the police and tr- fight with them. Get themselves killed or kill the police. They disproportionately do indeed kill the police. He keeps beating around the bush. Just talk about Ellen already. I don't have anything on Ellen today, I don't think. <laughs> Although the day is young. We're only a half hour in. That's true, Beta Legs. They, uh, whether they are intending to get themselves killed, they escalate. Tell the police, de- train the police in de-escalation. No, the blacks are escalating it. Train the blacks. Reform the blacks, not the police. Yeah, reform the police too, I guess. But not with the liberal false values of reform. By reform, they mean like turn them into a bunch of women. And uh, anti-whites. And the whites are like the best cops for the blacks. Whites are less likely to errantly shoot an unarmed uh, person, uh, suspect, than the blacks and Hispanics, according to a study from Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. I will have you know, I heard it, from uh, that Heather MacDonald researcher journalist woman. Some people in the snake pit thought I was laughing at those 14-year-old girls killing themselves, offing themselves, I should call it. No, <laughs> I might have been laughing at a, I might have been laughing at that one woman who was the mother of a, a live daughter who did not off herself, but who said that uh, people are scared to go to school. Um, she's like, well, yo, <laughs> a grown adult, like middle-aged looking woman saying, yo, yo, if she were still here, <laughs> I don't even say yo. Uh, and some people didn't seem to understand in the snake pit that parents are responsible for their children. They're the primary protectors of their children. Fathers, you know, not bullies, not teachers, not police, not schools, not resources, not therapists. One of the, remember one of the uh, mothers was talking about nobody knows what our daughter went through, but her family and her therapist, her therapist... And she sh- still offed herself? And how are they so effective at doing it? <laughs> Do you call men boss, like, casually? No, but I was called jefe at my other job. Jefe! <laughs> Which means boss, right? I think, hopefully. And I don't have the answer to all this suicide stuff. I did mention what JLP says, don't listen to your thoughts. It's like any other issue that you have that you get into, it's insane. Because it's insane to off yourself. But I, and I understand uh, adolescents are all into their emotions and like the emotions are all possessing them and they're all wearing jerseys of their father's suicide date. I'm going to get to that. I mentioned that from, you know, the slutty football mom, her... Her son, the football son in high school, wore a jersey of 4-4 because his dad committed suicide on April 4th, 2021. And he wore a jersey 4-4. What does that even mean? Why? High schoolers, you know? I, I remember being all into drama of some sort on, in high school. 
liking that misery of the uh, liking that emotion stuff. <laughs> so I understand it. But it should be contained by a parent with a, a father and mother, ideally, with real love and not blaming others, getting on the, in the media and blaming others and talking about, oh, we need to destigmatize this, this suicide stuff and destigmatize the mental health stuff and uh, go after the bullies. You're only dealing with part of the problem and you're not even dealing with that part of the problem right. You're not dealing with the weakness of people. And not having the answer doesn't mean that you don't know that the the world's answer is wrong. You can know that the world's answer is wrong without having the real answer yourself. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Yes, I do, Tennis Shoe. M.R. Jennings says, teenage years, the reasoning and decisioning-making part of the brain is developing. Yeah, I know. I was so... You, you cut people slack. You ought to cut people slack. Because 20s, 30s, 40s, making this really stupid decision. Stupid. <laughs> cut people slack. I mean, by cut people slack, I mean... Have understanding. Don't be so quick to judge them. Don't... By cut people slack, I don't mean let them get away with being and and saying and doing stupid evil things if if they shouldn't be allowed to get away with it. But I mean looking down on them, you know? Or yourself. Or even looking down on yourself for this ridiculous, stupid, oh, don't do that! (laughs) Uh... Things that you do and say. Kids cussing thanks to Hakes and Sprinkle Hands being bong. I was an R-word tard until I was about 30, says Matthew. 40 is the golden year, says Zeus. Maybe for you, man. (laughs) Anyway. And don't even judge Taylor Swift. I wanted to get to this. Hopefully I don't get this blocked, okay? It's scared... Dumb, don't say dumb kids, emotional woman, doesn't have a clue what she's talking about. Or she didn't five years ago, whenever this was, 2018. Hat tipped a big bump for this one. He sent me this. Clip 31 here, Hassan. You know who Taylor Swift is, some of you guys, probably? Singer gal. There was a meme about her being an Aryan goddess, because she's white. And she used to be all sort of pop country, and now she's just... Degenerate pop, constantly singing about breakups. Talented songwriter, I think. Uh, like her s- singing. Taylor Swift is evil! LOL, says Nikki from Texas. Lots of laughs. And she's in her 30s. I remember uh, there was a Stefan Molyneux, former guest of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He's had JLP on his show. Said, she's 30 now. This was a few years ago. I wish her well, but uh, she doesn't have any babies, and she, at 30, she has only half of her uh, eggs anymore. And people's like, oh, these creepy men talking about a woman. He was telling the truth. Whether it was ill-advised or not, he was making a valid point and doing a fair warning to the ladies who put off becoming wives and mothers. 
if that's what they want to do. And she seems like she wants to uh, get with some man or other. Always talk. I almost said rapping about it. <laughs> so here's clip 31, sped up. Still Gray tweeted this out, and he got community notes, 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 contexted. This clip is from her documentary on Netflix. She is talking about Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn, and she says, I wish I went after Trump two years ago, because this is 2018, so two years ago would have been 2016 during his run, but she didn't speak out. I regret not doing it. And so she's talking about Marsha Blackburn, a, a female Republican, probably a rhino, but not one of the worst rhinos, Texas, Tennessee senator, U.S. senator. And she's from Tennessee, right? I knew, a, I knew a bartender who went to school with her, grade school. Anyway, Taylor Swift documentary reveals her debate over her over the Marsha Blackburn campaign, and I guess she's talking with her father and her mother and then some other guy, and then there's a camera in the room for this, apparently a Netflix documentary or some, something, or maybe it was grabbed by Netflix. This is from the, the Tennessean wrote about it, Jake Coyle and Associated Press, June of 2020. That's when the documentary, I guess, came out. But this is a 2018 scene. Is this real or is this sort of contrived? And is there really much of a difference with a woman getting all emotional and drama about politics? What's the difference between real and contrived? Here it is. So you think Taylor Swift comes out against Trump? I don't care if they write that. I'm sad that I didn't two years ago, but I can't change that. I'm saying right now that this is something that I know is right, and you guys, I need to be on the right side of history. And if he doesn't win, then at least I, I, at least I tried. Here's the, here's the problem. I just want to read you what I wrote, and I'm going to try to start. I just really want you to know that this is important to me. I totally agree with the issue. Have you heard first? Yes, I read the the entire thing, and the bottom line right now, I'm terrified. I'm the guy that went out and bought armored cars. Armored cars. I worry for her safety as much as anybody does. Maybe more. It really is a big deal. She votes against against fair pay for women. She votes against the reauthorization of the of the Violence Against Women Act, which is just basically protecting us from domestic abuse and stalking. Stalking. She votes. She thinks that that if you're a gay couple, or even if you look like a gay couple, you should be allowed to be kicked out of a restaurant. It's really basic human rights, and it's right and wrong at this point. And I can't see another commercial and see her disguising these policies behind the words Tennessee Christian values. Those aren't Tennessee Christian values. I live in Tennessee. I am Christian. That's not what we stand for. I wow. need to do this. I need you to just... I need you to forgive me for doing it, because I'm doing it. So there, And then he hugs her. I censored her legs, because she's all in these shorts with her legs all sticking out because she's sitting Indian-style on the couch like a, like a cute little girl, and she's like 27 years old. Uh, so I censored her legs, <laughs> by the way, FYI. Talk about being on the right side of history. That's it. Taylor Swift, an NPC disappointment. I could have saved her, guys. <laughs> and, of course, the dad is like, I'm wor- I think that is the father. I'm terrified by reading this because the headlines are going to say, Taylor Swift comes out against Donald Trump, and his pretenses that Trump supporters are violent. Yeah, some of them are, but people don't. People don't. The Trump supporters are not the ones taking shots at people's lives, by and large. Of course, you are going to get death threats, of course, because you're wading into a controversial subject, and there are devils 
on many sides, right? So expect that. I worry for her safety as much as anybody, said the mother. Have you read it? Being a mama. She's all involved. Get out. This is a man's conversation with his daughter, mama. Mildly attractive. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I wor- can't save them all, hey? I got to. I got to try. <laughs> Hat tip to Kevin. Save-o. Save-o. Oh, don't say ho, kids. Unless you're black and your parents let you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Black parents. Black children. Trump supporters aren't looting Philly, I'll tell you that. And they aren't usually the homeless bums. Trump is basically Obama with orange skin. Yeah, he's in... And also he's genuine. More genuine than Obama. And well-meaning. Obama's a total snake. Trump is like pro-gay and pro-woman in the the, uh, feel-good, get-along-with-everybody sort of sense. Obama is in the subversive sense. That's what I argue. But a mother worrying for the safety isn't going isn't to save... Isn't going to make you think more clearly, mother, like you know what's best, just because you're worried. And I have the, the tweets, the original uh, flashback to 2018. Gays and discrimination, violence against women, stalking. Like, that's not already against the law, you know? With that Steve, stupid, evil Obama-Biden act. Without that stupid, evil Obama-Biden act, violence against women. Or was that, maybe that was Bush or Clinton or something. Someone in the replies called it the fakest conversation ever, which it could be. I don't know if it's real or fake, but this is her post that she posted. This was when I, I was disillusioned with the Aryan goddess queen. <laughs> I don't know if there are ulterior motives, of course. You know, we, we don't know. I don't think that anybody knows. Or conversations or urgings by PR, unchristian people, you know. You know, those publicist people. Or if she really have, this, uh, have these cockamamie ideas in her own head. Was she watching TV as she sees these commercials with Marsha Blackburn? Uh, the Instagram post, and then I will get to calls, guys. I feel like I want to read this Instagram post before I get to the calls. Not the whole thing. I've always been reluctant publicly to voice my political opinions, but due to several events in my life in the world in the past two years, by the way, that's got 2.2 million likes, past two years, meaning 2016 Trump, and whatever else is going on in her life, I don't know. I feel very differently about not putting out my uh, political opinions, she says. Uh, She says that she will vote for the person who protects human rights. Fake notion, but she sh- I wouldn't expect her to know better. I believe in the fight for LGBTQ rights. Reminds me of Joelle Friday. You know how Joelle Friday uh, is a dancer and works in that field with the singers and dancers and those people, there's a lot, a disproportionate number of the gays and the LGBTs. So she would probably have that mama spirit feel sorry for them and have that false acceptance love fake love for them. So I understand that. Any form of discrimination based on so-called sexual orientation or gender is wrong! She's young, brainwashed, right? Uh, Systemic racism. Is that really her words? Does she really believe in that? Maybe. I don't know. 
that we see in this country toward people of color, terrifying, sickening, and prevalent. <laughs> what? Uh, she wants to vote for someone with dignity for all Americans, no matter the skin color, gender, or who they love. See, she's just swallowed the propaganda stuff. Look at her, so cute. They've brainwashed the whites, at least the whites in the dominant part of the world. So she goes after, I have in the past and would like to continue voting for women in office. What? Imagine me. I want, and to, want to continue. Well, we do it, actually. JLP and Hake and other of you guys want to vote for men in office. <laughs> but she can't support Marsha Blackburn. Her voting record appalls and terrifies me. Dramatic gal. That's why she's so good at raising emotions in those songs. Maybe. Equal pay for women. Which is a fake complaint. She doesn't realize that these women working is only spreading their misery. When they don't really have to be working. But the more they do work, the more they feel like they have to. And the more the, more the costs go up. Violence Against Women Act attempts to protect women from so-called domestic violence, stalking, and date rape. Those things are already against the law, I'm pretty sure. You don't need this violence against women. The Fed's getting all involved, federal level. Believes businesses have the right to refuse service to gay couples. And she's an NPC with regard to the discrimination topic because... You should have a right to discriminate. Like, and, like businesses are gonna, just going to kick out gays. Yeah, maybe every, here and there, like one or two might. That's one or two too many. No, you give people freedom. It's their business. She also believes they should not have the right to marry. Well, it's not a marriage, but anyway. These are not my Tennessee values. So she talks about educate yourself. There are, we have many... Intelligent, thoughtful, self-possessed people have turned 18 in the past two years and now have the right and privilege to make their vote count. Go register. And she got a lot of people to register to vote. Rainbow emoji, not the God's promise, though. But I like that she said she's a Christian. I'll take that. Good enough for me, Taylor Swift. Drama. Zeus is in Florida. He wants a comment to comment on this T Swift thing. Hopefully, I didn't. Hopefully, I didn't steamroll all over his comments. What's up, Zeus? Thanks for calling, man. How you doing? What's going on? Hey, how are you? Fine, thank you. I just want to say that uh, um, I like to. I used to like Taylor Swift. She used to make really good music. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So true. I'm just gonna be honest with you, folks. And also, I just want to say, like you just said. She's a Chris. She said her Christian values. If you're a Christian, you have to agree with her. Isn't that how it works? You choose <laughs> your side, Christian, non-Christian. Yeah. She said Christian. She she said that buzzword. Right. Mike Pence is a Christian. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I, I The way I see it, as a Bible-thumping Christian, you should agree with her. Am I wrong? You are a little bit wrong, because just because you say Christian... Even in the Bible, it says, Jesus says, not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom or whatever. Um, Yeah. And so, you know, she's supporting Democrats and, you know, she's calling wrong right, seemingly, talking about the um, LGBT thing, acting as though, you know, so she's confused. 
I do think that uh, that she and there's the Harry Potter woman is also a Christian. Just a little Emma, Emma Watson. No, 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 no. Well, I don't know. Maybe Emma Watson, but I'm talking about the author, uh, J.K. Uh, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, she's Christian. Yeah, she's Christian. I learned that from. I didn't know that. Yeah, you know the, who's that comedian that everybody really admires who died? Um, uh, Patrice O'Neill. No, he's white. The white one. Oh. Yeah, Patrice O'Neill. Um, I don't know. Oh, oh um, Norm Macdonald. Yes, Norm Macdonald. He. Uh, <clears throat> somebody made some smart remark saying, "Oh." Harry, Harry Potter is a better book than the Bible. And then Norm MacDonald <laughs> said, well, that's not very funny because J.K. Rowling is a Christian and she admitted that um, part of the Harry Potter story is inspired from the Bible. You know, the, uh, maybe the Jesus story or whatever. And mm. so he said, so even though that these feminist w- liberal women don't really have the real Christian values. They call themselves Christians. And they're still... They have an ounce of decency, maybe, you know? Like, they're not the worst. Like, she's not a total... Even Taylor Swift, right now, she's not a total... She's not doing the WAP song, you know, yet, that I know of. Yeah. So it's tempering them on some level, even though they're off the deep end liberals. So I still support this fake liberal Christianity over the throwing it all away, I think. <laughs> what do you say? Well, I, all I will say is she's washed in the blood, Hake, so we have to agree with her. That's how, <laughs> that's how the tribalism works. She agrees with Jesus. She's born again. She confessed her sins. Yada yada yada. Yeah, we have to agree with it. That's how it works. I, I don't know why. I don't know why anyone's disagreeing. Obviously, it, now that means equals Trump is bad because yeah, Taylor Swift said so. Right. Well, Trump is a Christian too, though. So I think that the <sighs> the Bible says that we should try to get along with everybody, especially their fellow Christians, fellow believers, and we get as much as it's as much as it depends on you. Be united with everyone, it says. Or at least the Christians, anyway. And as far as it depends on me, she gets the thumbs up for not being too uh, immodest in her attire. (laughs) For not uh, being or for being? Not be. Well, yes, it's a little immodest. Okay. (laughs) You got me. (laughs) (laughs) How How do we keep the score, though? Trump's a Christian, washing the blood. Yeah. He flipped as a Christian washing the blood. How do we keep the score and decide who's more Christian? I think that we don't need to decide that. I think we just support people where they're right, disagree mm-hmm. with them where they're wrong, but don't fight about it. Don't be backbiting about it. Don't be too nasty. Uh, does that make sense? It does. So you can, it, you're saying it's okay to still listen to her music then, right? Yeah, I don't see how that would be wrong. <laughs> how, how about her recent stuff? Is her recent stuff bad? Here's the thing. I stopped listening to her around folklore, and that's when she started getting political. Oh. Uh, that song about her being a man. It's like, if you were a man, you wouldn't have been successful. The only reason you're successful is you're a moderately attractive woman that makes songs about love. That's the only reason. And and that's after that, I was like, I'm done with this chick. Yeah. And um, what do you think? Uh, hey, let me know. 
Do you think she's moderately attractive or no? Yeah, I I consider her at least more, maybe even more than mildly attractive. Quite attractive of a gal. From afar, one anyway. I've never seen her up close. What do you rate her? One to ten. Oh, I don't like to do the numbers. Eight. No. <laughs> Eight? Not bad. That's not bad. I, I'd rate her a nine. I, I think she's also... Yeah, that might, that might be right. I I, I like to sh- aim low, I guess. So as not to seem t- so as so as not to seem too giddy of a girly fan. <laughs> the only way I would have downranked you if you had said ten, I'd be like, yeah, right. You, know, you overstepped. She, she's not a ten. Right. Yeah. We can be honest about that. True. Seven point three says Kid Combo one. Eight or nine says Demar hey, Jennings. So what? What is your favorite Taylor Swift song, Hake? You got to have one. Okay, I like the uh, Why You Got to Be So Mean. Isn't that a nice really? song? Yeah. That is, a, that is a good song. I, I do like that song, too, actually. It's really... It, it kind of applies to me, maybe. <laughs> uh, Why are you mean? Yeah, like... I w- it was at a time when I was being mean to, like, girls that I liked who, like... I started to see that it wasn't going to work out. And I would just turn... Basically cold. Cold-hearted. Cold-blooded. Because I saw that they were being fake, and I did not like a, a dishonest woman. Like it got yeah. to me too much, and I was—it yeah. was devils fighting devils. So, hmm. well, but why does that mean though? Sometimes the ladies need to be um, set straight for sure. Put in their place, I guess. For sure. So, I mean, I—I I think that's what that is. I don't think it's mean, but yeah, it's all about the spirit of how you of what you're doing, who you're led by. That's true. If you're led by ego, don't have anger. Yeah, if you're led by <clears throat> this false self righteousness, then uh. Then that's where the meanness comes in. Hmm. I I can respect that uh, that that point of view. Yeah, I heard I first heard her her uh, that song on the Jesse Lee Peterson show back when they played uh, music on the radio uh, when it was on radio and not on uh, on YouTube. So they were playing. How long co- ago was that? That was that- like twelve years ago, or maybe more. That's crazy. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine that. Like, I, I just use YouTube. I don't even use radio that much anymore. Yeah, it was... Well, I was listening online. And <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. But it was fun times. There were so many breaks. Hmm. There were so many commercial breaks. You know how radio is. Yeah. He was live in Memphis, Atlanta, a uh, bunch of places, Alabama. It was cool. Wow. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Nice to hear from you, man. Appreciate that input. Definitely. Uh, have a good uh, rest of your day, Hake. Thanks, man. Take care. Yep. Bye. Bye. I hung up just because I didn't want to click. Zeus in Florida. Nice. Wow, guys, we're already at the top of the hour. Let me share with you some music, some nice music. Speaking of innocent woman singing music, this is Mary Rice Hopkins. Hip, hip, hooray, hippopotamus. Uh, I, I thought of this song because Sion gave American Anchor Baby, my fellow JLP host, JLP network host, a sticker with a hippopotamus on it. Hip, hip, hooray, hippopotamus. Enjoy this children's song, and uh, I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight.
for bearing with me through the beautiful music. <laughs> Hake was allowed to listen to this devil music when he started high school. <laughs> no, this was children's Christian family camp music songs. We had the, uh, the hand signs. Hip, 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 hippopotamus. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> this is awful. Uh, Ivana was rushing fiddling to try to get the uh, mute going. <laughs> Let me just double check for any Super Chats, guys. Thank you again. Um, bum, bum. We're all clear on the Rumble rants. <laughs> I, dedica- I tend to get- dedicate mean to you, James, says the king of graduates. Okay, we're fine on the uh, D-Live and Odyssey. Two hours ago, Gregatron donated on Streamlabs. Hey, Hake, ask, ask Maze who she thinks is the most handsome member of Bond. Also, ask John from Kentucky if he's voting for the great White Hope. Thank you. Gregatron, I shall commit this to memory so that I think of it when one of those favorite callers call. Thank you. Appreciate that. Amazing Asia bought me a coffee. Um, and I answered that one yesterday. Appreciate that about the cotton. I, I took way too long answering that question. Tabor J. Eaton bought a coffee. I always carry a gun. Now, when I see potential muggers, I get happy. <laughs> well, well, uh, Tabor J. Eaton, don't get happy. Be alert, because self-defense is not always legal, especially not in the liberal-run places. Remember, um, I saw a crazy and interesting and factual tweet from uh, Sheriff David Clark. Um, You know how I mentioned that they were violating and attacking the whites in Chicago, at least one white. In Chicago, and 
Sheriff David Clark tweeted, Kyle Rittenhouse was under a similar assault as that man whom you may have seen getting jumped by two blacks. Kyle Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse, over in Kenosha, Wisconsin, during the Black Lives Matter riots, he was trying to do good and protect businesses and clean up graffiti and be an upstanding young man. Fortunately, he was armed, and it, let the, it left the assailants lying on the ground. And there was a black who tried to jump kick him, jump kick man. But thankfully, for the black man, Kyle Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse missed. Because the jump kick man missed him, too. It was a mutual miss. Nice. Um, the assailants were laying on the ground when it was over. One of the, the skateboard man tried to hit him over the head of the skateboard and pull the gun at, at him and got shot in the chest. And the guy, the uh, evil Gage Grosskreutz, who got run over by a car recently. Whew, crazy story. But he was, came at Kyle Jackbauer, John Wick Rittenhouse with a pistol and got his forearm halfway shot off. Whew, terrible. But it was terrible what he was trying to do, and it was uh, just. I said angels were guiding his aim because he didn't hurt anybody whom, who was not trying to hurt him directly. No innocent bystanders or not-so-innocent but mostly peaceful rioters were harmed. Or Antifa dirtbags. Can I say that word? The savagery of, savagery of so many young blacks is profound, said Sheriff Clark, David Clark of Milwaukee. Liberal media looks the other way. And Sheriff David Clark was a Democrat. Maybe still is, I don't know. But a Trump-supported man, he's been on the J.C. Lee Peterson show at least once, maybe a couple of times. Maybe more than that, really. He told the, the Milwaukee people up in Wisconsin, he, had this, he has this deep voice, right? Kind of like some of my callers. He said, you guys are on your own now. Or your deputies with me. Arm up. Because there's a lot of criminals breaking into homes. Home invasions. Defend yourself, because uh, when seconds count, police are minutes away, you know? So be armed. And he's right about that, but um, it's, it is true. The savagery of so many young blacks and black-hearted Antifa, so-called white Antifa, not normal white, not Christian, certainly not Christian, they're communist. And their evil-hearted prosecutors and people and the government judges. Enemies running the show. Terrible. And they went after Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick, Rittenhouse hard. They went after, they went after uh, George Zimmerman. That was a clear-cut case of self-defense. You could only... A fair-minded person said there's... There is a whole lot of reasonable doubt that it was a murder, much less a manslaughter, but they still brought murder charges against him. Even manslaughter didn't even make sense to charge him at all. You know, uh, the guy shot Trayvon Martin? Anyway, white guy ambushed and beaten in broad daylight uh, earlier this week, I guess. If the races were reversed, it would be a national news story, said... 
one of the people who tweeted it out, Matt Wallace, 888, or uh, End Wokeness, over there on X. But be careful, because you don't want to be taking joy, taking too much joy in defending yourself, or be over-ambitious. Careful what you write online, too. But appreciate that man. I know you're an even-keel type of a person. Anyway, I think I've made my point. I've made my point right. So here's uh, part three of that. (sighs) Am I wrong for calling a slutty football mom, football son, mother, hugger? I changed my mind again, by the way. She she totally might be a chola. And she totally might be white. It doesn't bother me. I know that many whites are uh, immoral and um, not... Modest, right? It's true. We all have sinned. But she kind of looks like she might be a white Hispanic. And shout out to the Hispanics. There are many upstanding Hispanics. And is it wrong to say Chola? Her dad looks like he could be Hispanic too. Or he could be white. I don't know. Uh, A commenter, by the way, told me that it's a slur for people with Amerindian. He called it Amerindian features to call them Chola. Not certainly not a compliment. And I don't mean it as a compliment. I mean it playfully. Because when I was growing up, cholos were the, uh, you know, like the Mexican gang member looking groups of guys who might beat somebody up or steal, or they're just riding around and being friendly guys. (laughs) Or they punch a guy for looking at him wrong. What'd you say to me? I didn't say anything. That's not what my friend said. I saw... I'm reenacting a scene that I saw. It was sort of traumatizing as a kid. Anyway, um, clip 33, just to remind you, this is this uh, from September 6th, early, early, early this month, the censored version. That's his mom. It's not his girlfriend. It's his mom. Here it is, just to remind you guys. I think it's, do you have the right 33? You know what I'm talking about, Hassan? Because I gave you maybe two 33s in there. Let's see. Yeah, no, ah, no, it's not in there. Okay, I don't think. Oh, maybe it is. Darn. Okay, it's, man, what happened then? Oh, maybe it's in the other folder, the Tuesday folder. Okay, it's in the Tuesday folder. Can you go into the Tuesday folder? Clumsy hate. Okay, so I, I played this before for you guys. 13-second clip. And also grab 55A uh, from that folder, too, Hassan. Thanks, man. That's my sidekick. And he's going to be live right after Hake coming up here. Wow, Hassan. Let me know when you're ready with it there. Okay, let's check this out. Just a reminder of this football mother. Here it is. <laughs> See, uh, the build, the face. That's not his girlfriend, that's his mom. See, remember that? JLP covered it, too. So, uh, number 55A, just to remind you guys. This woman shared it on her Instagram. Amber Lund. Spoiler alert found it for me. I covered it. Here it is, uh, uh, 
A, the censored one. I censor it, right? Because she's not dressed totally uh, modestly. Here it is. So, uh, doesn't the build and the uh, behavior look sort of a little bit fr like friendly white Hispanic gal to me? Look at that face. I mean, I know that she might have like these face fillers, so maybe that's kind of confusing it. He really hates us. <laughs> this boy will forever and always have my entire heart. Gina captured the end of this moment. See, Gina, that's a Hispanic name. They say, darn, dang, Gina. <laughs> Isn't that Hispanics? I don't know. Uh, I'm so grateful. Maybe she is white, though. She could totally be white. I don't know. It, don't, it doesn't matter. When I walked up to hug my boy, baby boy, he's not a baby. He's a, he's a grown high schooler. After his game, he immediately picked me up and just held me. It may have been 20 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute. I have no idea. But in this moment, time stood completely still. And that's when she had her knees up around his, uh, around his, you know, <laughs> his uh, torso. Now I understand more about why Hake sometimes has that devilish twinkle in his eye, says Nikki from Texas. Joking, joking. So I have this censored pic, I think in the folder there, Hassan. <laughs> Slutty mama IG. She's an IG model woman. Look at her IG. I censored it. Oh, showing too much. She has this little whip thing. Like she's one of those, you know, dirty dominant woman things. Gross. Single mother. Anyway, uh, show her, uh, let's see. This other one. Middle, slutty mama. Sorry, kids and ladies. I'm saying that word maybe too much. Middle fingers censored one. Uh, the boy is sticking up his middle finger at the uh, camera. Look at this sweet-faced boy. He has a nice smile. Doesn't that look look like a Hispanic gal? <laughs> I'm arguing with you guys. I got a lot of Hispanics in my audience, too. I grew up with you, you guys and gals. Maybe she is white. I don't know, but... Uh, Looks like I'm not sure. Somebody in my in my YouTube comments claimed that she doesn't have a tattoo. She clearly has a tattoo, and he's flipping off the camera, and she has some fingers on his uh, belly, I guess, because you know gals do that. Let's do this again, B-words, the boy says. When your boy puts his arm around you and says, let's do this again, B-words, and throws up middle finger emoji for the camera, she, she wrote. And the, the replies are all nasty. Or some of them are positive. See, look at the boy's smile. Isn't his boy is a nice, cute, all boyish smile? <laughs> and the gal is mildly attractive, but I think that she has too much, a little bit of plastic surgery face, too much makeup. Though her teeth are too white. I don't like teeth that are too white. I saw a guy with extra white teeth, and it didn't look right. It might not look right to have yellow teeth. I understand, but it's supposed to be a balance. It's supposed to look natural. Extra white is not natural. And so there's haters in the comments. He's not going to make college ball. It only takes one photo to ruin your recruitment. Oh, that's a fair point, actually. He's not even dirty. He must ride the bench all game. He looks like he might have a little bit of scuff on his knees. 
if he's dirty, that means he got tackled. If he's not dirty, he tackled the person, and the person broke his fall. And then also, that might be turf. Might not make him that dirty. So, I don't know. You're not being fair. Very classy, giving the middle finger with mom in the photo. True class. Uh, it's a fair point. So, uh, so, I don't know. It might be haters. Dark roots. Totally could be a chola. You know, there's a lot. Let's see the clip again, Hake, for discussion's sake. Do you want to see it again? <laughs> no, I don't, think, I don't think you need to see it again, right? Do you want to see the uncensored one? Do you have access to the uncensored one? Let's watch the uncensored one. I'm going to cover my eyes. Here it is. <laughs> you guys caught me peeking. <laughs> there's, there's the uncensored version. Okay, it's, she's mostly covered up, but it's... And I said that she's dressed like she's going to the club. And somebody said, no good club would accept her like that. <laughs> now you guys are like, not you guys, but people in the comments are like, club, uh, debonate, whatever, I, whatever, I don't know. Boy has 43 on that jersey where he's flipping off the camera. I'm doing ring finger, kids. Um, not 44, the, the lady, young, the young lady... The mother says his dad's suicide date was April 4th, but she explains the orange jersey for their school didn't have 44 for him, unfortunately. So, uh, hat tip to spoiler alert for finding this, this mother's Amber Lund. Don't harass her, guys. Don't be devils to her. <laughs> There's evil people saying, oh, good job, you're a great mom. That's also a lie, too. Those are devils, too. So are the haters who are judging her mercilessly. Just say waste, Hake. I forget what I meant. I forget what I said. <laughs> so I can't... Anyway, whatever. That was the update, was that they did the... The, um... They were... No, take that down. That's, that's too much. That's gross. Do the middle finger one, last one. I think that this middle finger one is... Um, th- I understand a lot of young people respond to the haters. She'd be better off not responding and not caring. You know? You said torso. I said torso. Oh, around his waist. I don't know, it was above his waist, though, you know? Maybe. Almost at his ribs. Remember the boy purportedly said his dad was alcoholic, and it kind of fell into that usual, oh, my dad wasn't there for me at my games thing. Like, young man with a great smile. I like his smile. You didn't need your father at your games. I get that she wasn't there for you enough, right? In the right way, maybe. I don't know if they were married, whatever. Father committed suicide in 2021, a few years ago. A couple, anyway. Uh, But 
I guess the world is sucking people in to all of these distractions. It's sucking Hake into <laughs> the Hake Report uh, show into all of these distractions because what they're saying, some of them are giving them good feedback, actually, even if, even if they're hating. The haters can give you good feedback, so don't just utterly disregard the, the haters. So if they make you mad, some, maybe there's some truth to it, and that's pricking you, and you're, uh, you're insecure, you know? <laughs> Nick, Nick says, American Anchor Baby, mother hugger. Yeah, he hugged her. He's a, he has successfully been turned into a mama's boy. I don't know if it was her husband who, who did that. Yeah, but his, her husband apparently was a, a white man. And he offed himself. And I don't know why. So-called alcoholic. Never went to his games. What a mess. So, anyway, we wish you well, m- mother and son. We're pulling for you. We're on your side. But not on the side of you being mama and mama's boy. Mama in the wrong way. There's a right and wrong way to be a mother, a mama. You know what I mean? Uh, her hug is clean, passes scrutiny. <laughs> uh, there's a Satan making you... Um, Overly emotional, this overly emotional mess, and all about ego, all about her and her ego. Like that caller on the JLP show, who was broken up over his, his wife of many years dying of cancer. He was all broken up, and it's about him, it's not about her, really. It's about selfishness. And all, all of our stuff that we're all, relationships and all that stuff that we're all emotional about, selfishness, it's fake, it's ego. Just a fair warning, and same thing with this suicide stuff, you know? It's not that serious. Hake, we get it, says Chris, Cookie Crisp. Gotcha. All right, moving on. Let's talk about another, a, a pleasant topic, shall we? That's sarcastic. The El Paso mass murderer. I mentioned this in Hake News yesterday, the 26th. 5.5 million, I think it was what it was. The uh, mass murderer in El Paso, Walmart, remember that story? He was targeting Mexicans, according to him, the eco-fascist. 5.5 million he's on the hook for. Alex Jones didn't even do anything to those victims or their families in the Newtown mass shooting. Like, he wasn't the, the perp. He has to pay $1.5 billion to the families. You do the math. Alex Jones makes a lot of money, I guess. I don't know how this boy, young man, young male, who shot up the uh, El, El, El Paso Walmart or whatever, is going to come up with $5.5 million out of jail. He's going to have to stamp a whole lot of license plates or work that chain gang a long time. But the state of Texas wants the death penalty for him. So I don't know, maybe he's going to get life insurance and that life insurance is going to go to the families. I don't think that those families are going to get $5.5 million out of these people. Out of this young, uh, misguided male, angry male who shot up the uh, Hispanics. 
You do the math, though. It makes no sense. That's a joke of a lawsuit system. You know what I mean? CNN reports the El Paso Walmart shooter, mass murderer. They call him shooter because they want to highlight the fact that he used a gun. Agreed to pay $5.5 million in restitution to those impacted by his deadly rampage in 2019. The gun mail, I call him male because he's not a man, stormed through a Walmart along the U.S.-Mexico border with the sole intention of killing Mexican people and immigrants, authorities said. He killed 23 people, wounded 22 others in one of the deadliest attacks targeting Latinos in modern U.S. history. And I have pictures of it, of his father and him, from a 2019 article exclusive from the far-left foreign outlet, the Daily Mail, El Paso Walmart mass shooter Patrick Crucius. And I noticed that CNN and these uh, mainstream media, the skim, they don't use his name because they don't want to turn him into a like a hero or feed his ego by using his name. That's their thinking. I, I understand the idea, but we mention his name because that's how you know like a little bit more about him. You want, don't you want to know about what possesses a male to do such a thing? Well, Daily Mail looked into it a little, little bit. F- his father admits to nearly 40 years of drug addiction which tore apart his family. I don't know if the drug addiction tore apart the family, but it's, you know, it doesn't help. And claims he has spoken directly to Jesus. Fair warning to my caller earlier this week. Patrick Crucius's father, and I add apostrophe S, because my name is James, and I don't like people saying, that, that, that Mike is James. No, this is not James. This is James's Mike. Hat tip to John. Thank you, man. His father, Brian, wrote a memoir of almost 40 years of drug and alcohol addiction in which he, which he says tore apart both of his marriages. So it's a divorced and remarried father. Children of divorce. It's a bad setup. It's a bad, it doesn't set you up well for life, oftentimes, divorce, I heard, I have heard. The El Paso gun male and his twin sister, Emily, and Brian are Brian Crucius's youngest children. They have an elder half-brother, Austin, and an elder brother, Blake. Okay, so it's his, so he was with their uh, second mother, but it, his second marriage got messed up, too. Talking about the father of this mass murderer. Crucius Sr., How is he a senior? He's Brian Crucius. There is no other Brian Crucius. But anyway, writes that he has been an addict for almost 40 years despite being a therapist himself. He's a therapist himself. Saying he has suffered from alcoholism. No isms. But he was a drinker. And hung up on that. He also took drugs including Vicodin. I think it's Vicodin, right? Is it Vicodin, right? Vikes, don't take those. Quaaludes, Quaaludes. He took them himself willingly. They accused Bill Cosby of giving Quaaludes to those gals before our word ing them ape ing. And uh, they said that Quaaludes was indeed a party drug. So were they just partying? 
was at the point, you know, people get high or drunk. Uh, hallucinogenic, hallucinogenics and magic mushrooms now claims to be cured after Jesus spoke directly to him, having a spiritual encounter with his grandmother, Mabel. Book offers some insight into suspect's upbringing, but does not explain the twisted racial hatred he spewed in alleged online manifesto. Well, I will have you know, show different pictures of this father, and uh, I think I have one or two of the son, maybe more than that, this fellow... Look at him. He's all into the... Is that Hindu type of stuff? Is that Vedas? Is that, is that what my former guest, my recent guest, is into? No. Why, is that a normal white who's into this thing? Doesn't seem like normal whites get into it. Some whites do. Uh, I don't know what he's doing there. Sitting all cross-legged, looking like a hippie. Uh, next one, next picture. It, it sort of reminds me of Dr. Singh, who has been a guest on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. A rambling account of his various hallucinations. There's his Twitter, and there's a portion of his book cover in the thing. I'm a licensed therapist. Integrates traditional talk therapy with energy and sound healing. Meditation and my own brand of energy healing from Richardson, Texas. John Brian Crucius. So he's, uh, he's into that. Life Enthusiasm he, is, is his book. Life Enthusiasm, A Path to Purpose Beyond Recovery. And it has a little heart surrounded by a silver surfer. Is that silver surfer? <laughs> I never... Saw any show with Silver Surfer. I just saw commercials with Silver Surfer. His, t- his memoir about life enthusiasm. So he's into like weird stuff. And so his, maybe his father is... I don't know how Patrick Crucius sees his father. Does he see his father as kind of like a hippie joke of a person? Or does he really respect him? Or what? I don't know. Look at this guy. And he, look at that. Is that a normal white? (laughs) It doesn't matter that much, really, but it's interesting to me. Who is this Patrick Crucius? Is that an Italian? Shout out to the Italians. Uh, But he's the eco-fascist. He was inspired by the, um, I know the article's four years old. Yeah. He was inspired by the uh, the mass shooting down at the Christchurch New Zealand mosques by the uh by the uh, Australian criminal. Australia is a bunch of criminals. <laughs> so is Hake today. Hake is 4 years old today too. Seems like a very happy dude guy. A silly dude person. I think it's a shame. Show the different family pictures that they have if you see those in there. Look, uh, Father's doing the best he can. But the point is, the evil possesses people. And 
possesses the father to be a, a lame hippie type of a guy. Maybe, with, maybe he has some true things that are worth uh, checking out, maybe. And then the son is a uh, lame mass murderer guy. Racial hatred. It's not racial hatred. He's telling true things. His uh, statement said some true things. And also the... F- but it was the bigger lie of anger. Of... Oh, yeah, let me accelerate this war on the whites and their, uh, their Second Amendment so that more whites wake up to the attack on them. And by the way, these Hispanics are, are having so many babies and it's polluting the world. And same with the Muslims over in Christchurch, New Zealand, like Brenton Tarrant said, I think, Brenton Tarrant. And uh, that part, I don't know if that part is all that true. But yeah, that's true. So, there's his... Senior picture looking all serious. <laughs> um, different people have the different things that they get into. Like, you don't... Give me a break. <laughs> messed up family, though. Sure enough, child of divorce, I guess. Messed up his both marriages. And... Even when the child is with two parents, the two parents can be lamos. You know that one of those stories that I covered yesterday. The child had both of his, her parents, and she killed herself anyway. The father was weak. The mother all speaking out and blaming other people, out out of control. It's like Jesse Lee Peterson's book, The Antidote, Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood. When you see these people's backgrounds, you see where the anger came from, and the anger is the false solution to the... There are legitimate problems that they see. (laughs) Polluting the world? Garbles. Goibles. I like goibles, but I heard that it's pronounced garbles. (laughs) Goebbels. Goebbels would be proud. Well, if they're littering and they don't clean up after themselves and they're uh, throwing feces and human waste, uh, which is redundant, and stuff in the Tijuana River, they are polluting the world. I don't just mean just their existence (laughs) pollutes the world. (laughs) That's all I mean. They could be civilized. Because there are babe. I'm not saying I like garbles. I'm just saying I like the pronunciation. <laughs> I don't know anything about garbles or goibles or goibels. And they say, oh, white supremacists say, oh, it's, it's a, uh, it's, um, the whites are being replaced. Great replacement theory. Well, there's some factual stuff behind that. Doesn't mean just because they're angry doesn't mean that they're every every fact that they say is incorrect. But that's ham-fistedly uh, snubbing and shutting out the truth. That's what they do: is shut out the truth. Speaking of shutting out the truth, I told you guys in Hague News. Um, Today, that civil rights black pawn woman who spoke out against censorship, 
And I call her a black pawn woman because she was used in the so-called civil rights movement days in the 65 years ago, I guess. Elizabeth Eckford, suppressing knowledge does not serve us well. I agree, Elizabeth Eckford. They're suppressing knowledge and alternative history, (laughs) alternative facts, which are true still facts. They're still true facts. They're just suppressed. Surviving member of the Little Rock Nine, raising concerns about efforts in schools to limit access to portions of American history. Yeah, right. That's not what's happening. Elizabeth Eckford, unless it's written down, writing it down makes it history. You write down propaganda and claim racism exists, and that's now history, I guess. Okay, you want to call that history. You want to call that journalism. I call it twisting the truth, twisting the facts, and not giving the whole truth, the real truth, to lie and deceive and to keep the blacks into this phony victimhood thing to smear the whites in their own country. When the whites are the blacks' best friends, best neighbors, and the blacks even know it. (laughs) When it comes down to it, Elizabeth Eckford spoke Monday during an event marking 65 years since the so-called Little Rock Nine. How corny. Central Park Five, the Little Rock Nine, the such-and-such whatever numbers became the first black students, and they capitalized the B in the word black. It's lowercase, stop kissing up, students to desegregate schools and break the color barrier in Arkansas. And what's so wrong about segregation? (laughs) Never mind, I don't want to get into that, I guess. But this forced integration was also wrong. Forced, especially from the feds, is wrong. Let the locals handle it. Oh, but the locals are mistreating us, say the blacks. So we have to appeal to the feds. Now we have to appeal to the UN, they are. The talented 10th. Yeah, yeah, big bump. That was a W.E.B. Dubois idea. The elites, the experts, should run the show. No, they shouldn't. They don't have wisdom just because they have knowledge. They don't have wisdom. Look at how the experts, the mama spirit experts, who may know a lot of stuff, true things, true facts, they didn't make good policy. They messed up. People gained weight during the China virus. Experts shouldn't run anything. Men, simple men of manliness and power should run stuff. Like JLP should run Bond, which he does. Trump should run the country which he did. Jesus should run all of creation, which he does, right? He's king. King of the Jews, anyway. But they're not... They're not listening to him. (laughs) That's true. Speaking of this racism thing, and then you guys can call in. 888-775-3773. Another anti-racist casualty apologizes and still gets punished. I mentioned this. I don't know if I ever mentioned this. This is old news, but the far-left females at the skim reported this uh, several days ago. Who's getting called out? Jan Wenner. And I could be butchering his name. It's a he. J-A-N-N. 
Over the weekend, co-founder of Rolling Stone magazine, which is how far they've fallen. Were they ever high to fall so low? I'm thinking of Rolling Stone. Every time I hear Rolling Stone, I think of that a rape on campus hoax during the phony rape culture propaganda. It predates the Me Too mess. A woman accused people claimed that she was gang raped on campus and it wasn't even true. Or there was faulty evidence or whatever. Rolling Stone magazine was removed from Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's board, which he also co-founded. Wow. John Wenner. Maybe it's Jan Wenner. I don't know. In an interview with the New York Slimes, the outlet asked Wenner, Wenner, only why he only interviewed white male artists for his new book, The Masters. The Masters. Doesn't he have the right? He said, Joni Mitchell didn't, make that, didn't meet that test to have deep conversations about rock and roll. Joni Mitchell. That, and that Marvin Gaye and Curtis Mayfield didn't articulate at that level. Marvin Gaye and Curtis Mayfield. Now he's apologizing and said his comments diminish the contributions of blacks of a, and genius and impact of black and female artists. And they capitalize the B in the word black. And didn't they, didn't, didn't they do something to this guy? I thought that they... <laughs> Cindy Lauper called him senile. Cindy Lauper's a nutcase herself. She's one to talk. Ridiculous. 77-year-old man just speaking a, a hint of truth. He's just a dumb liberal. Probably. And, uh, uh, not even morally straight, I just found out, according to Google, which is evil. And now they want to take his stuff away from him that he founded, he co-founded it. So ridiculous, so wrong. Sick. Anti-white. White enough to be hated. So sick. Another anti-white attack, I think. Where'd it go? Uh, I lost it. Anyway, I wanted to talk about this Hutchinson woman. This Hutchinson woman... She is, like, testifying against our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. She, she accused Rudy Giuliani of G-wording her, roping, G-word rope. She's disgusting, too. She reminds me of this other writer who wrote about Rudy Giuliani in the most disgusting way, trying to cast him as a gross person, showing them, they themselves to be grotesque. But she's the same woman who accused Trump of being, uh, of grabbing the wheel of the beast, the limousine, and uh, trying to take them back to the January 6th uh, patriots to keep his promise to go with them to the Capitol building and protest. So she's a legitimate re- 
woman source? I don't know. She's weird. She was Mark Meadows's maybe top assistant or something like that. I think Trump and these politicians who hire these females are setting themselves up to be uh, backstabbed by some of these females. Some of them, some of these gals are better than others, of course, right? But this gal, and the media is treating her like she's a legitimate person, just like that uh, other gal who uh, accused Trump of R-wording her, ape. <laughs> Silly. John in Kentucky is on the line. John, thanks for calling, man. How are you doing? Kentucky John. Doing all right. Nice. So I got two, two things, right? Okay. The first thing, I'm not your friend. I heard you say earlier, my <laughs> black friend from Kentucky. I'm not your friend, dude. <laughs> all right. You are my enemy. Okay, that's the first thing. Fiend? And then this, huh? F- how about fiend? What's a fiend? I don't even know. It's a good question. A fiend, like I've heard of, of like a dope thing, like somebody's on drugs. I don't know how you're using it. An evil spirit or demon. I mean, I guess <laughs> you are a fiend, then. Where the fiend's but, at? Uh, listen, word? man, uh, <laughs> the second thing, segregation. Yeah. I can't hear you too well either. It's like you're low. Let me okay. turn my phone up. All right. Um, I would love segregation, dude. Like, Especially nowadays when, you know, black people are making so much money, we could spend with our own people and build our communities and only spend with each other. That would only be a positive for us. It, and it was I mean, positive for you guys back then. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't really no, holding it was, you back yeah. much. I mean, yeah, you know, because we, we, we didn't have a choice but to have our own businesses and spend with each other. But now it would be even better because you know how... You know how entertainers are, um, all these athletes and musicians and everything like that. If we had all those trillions of dollars that we rake in and give to the, these top so-called fake fake Jews, if we had that to you know spread around and build our communities, it would be way better than it is now. And y'all couldn't complain about us moving to y'all's nice neighborhoods, right? Because people like me who do move into white neighborhoods. It's not because y'all are white. It's because we, we want to live good, too, you know? Right. We don't want to live in in bad bad places. And your white neighbors are not bad neighbors, right? Or wrong? Well, some of them are. Some of them are but, but by and large, my, they're not. My neighbors in particular, you know, when I first met them, I could look in their eyes, and they were like, oh, I hope these aren't these kind of black people. <laughs> yep. And then when they met me, so, you know, they loved me. See? They loved me. Yep. But, I can, I can I mean, tell you be a an okay neighbor. Whatever. <laughs> um, but it's just that, you know how y'all put us all in the same box? We we don't like that. I mean, I'll be honest. The type of black person I am, we don't like the uh, the prejudice. Who, who puts like you it. in this same box? White people. That's yeah, your imagination, yeah. though, because yeah. I don't think any white, I don't think any white puts you all in the same box. Yeah, man, y'all prejudges. Jesse, Jesse Lee Peterson was talking about you, this But you're morning. prejudging them. You're pre-ju- you no. prejudge just by the look in their eye that they're thinking, oh, this is one of those blacks. Hopefully it's not one of those bad black neighbors. Well, it's, it's, it's some intuition there, man. You can tell by the look in somebody's eyes, man. Not necessarily. 
Yeah, you can. And yes, and, you can. And by the but sometimes you're in your imagination. Well, because that's what y'all like to say. I've but. been misread before, and I'm sure you've been misread by the by the look in your face all the time. And so, I'm how do you know that you're and not I'm black and I'm scary? No, but I'm talking about by the look in your face or your uh, your statements. You've been misunderstood before by yeah. the stuff that you put out, not just by your appearance. By my color, like I've been, oh, you know, prejudged. Are you saying that's not true? People don't pre- prejudge on color. Uh, not as frequently as you imagine. I mean, you, you, you guys do prejudge the whites based on their whiteness. You uh, call them racist, and race may not have anything to do with their motivation for whatever they did. Uh, you're probably a little bit right, but like if, if I see a redneck with a with a big old truck with a big flag flying with a, uh, a Confederate flag, uh-huh. yeah, I will say you're more than likely he's racist. But yeah, who cares? Do that. What's that even mean? Like, what does that even mean, racist? You know what it means. It means like the people who are like, like I was talking about being prejudiced, who who just don't like us based on I don't know. But I like I like the rebel flag. And if I were down south, I don't know if I would fly it or not. But you, you really don't like the rebel flag. You just like trolling. I because think it's a beautiful like flag. flag. I don't like the attack on it. I don't think I don't like the unfair attack on it. I think it's a beautiful flag. I wasn't raised with r- rebel flag waving family, so it's not really a family thing. Well, you're not from the south, south yeah. man. But I uh, but it was around the culture. It was Dukes of Hazard. I know there, there were people. KKK was not. Oh yeah, KKK was a little yeah, bit man. into it, but KKK barely no. existed in our life. That's lifetimes. one of their. Ma- that's one of their main flags is, is, the, is the Confederate flag. The KKK is too big in your mind. It's, they barely existed in your life or mine. That's what you think. It's, that's what I know. No, that's not true. It was overhyped. I, I can still remember when I was, you know, elementary age and, you know, before the fair comes to town, you have a parade. Yeah. And they had Ku Klux Klan members walking down the street and everybody was just in shock because, you know, we never seen a Klansman in in a robe, like face to face. Exactly, shock. So it wasn't that common. Yeah. That's they because most existed. of the time, that's what, no, not existed. They're they're like a shadow society, man. It's it's your police officers, it's your judges, it's your it's your uh, contractors. It, it's it, it's those people who go to those secret meetings that you would never even know was a Klansman. They live every day like normal people. So it's not that it don't exist. It's just it's a secret society. Uh, Still today, even even, today. even that is is overstated though. Um, is it? Yeah, Say what uh, now? even that is over is overestimated in its influence. You don't have the stats on that, but neither you don't do you. Stats on that. But I, I have a better feeling being from where I'm from. Being from the south, have, Kentucky. Yeah, they have these. Yeah, they have these hand signals. And if you know one family, and so what, what were what were the KKK about in our lifetime? In our lifetime, yeah. What are they uh, about? White preservation, like white preservation. And what's wrong they, with they, that? Uh, there's nothing wrong with white preservation, right. but to do it in an evil way and a hateful manner. Like if you come, if you came at a different angle without saying these n words and these spicks and all this stuff like right. that. Minus the hate, people could look at it different. 
if you can't, but but can you, you understand that? this hate and rage, then it's like you're my enemy, and whatever happens, happens. Like, can you, you understand? How about some understanding though for the KKK and the blacks who hate whites and all the hatred? Have have some mm. understanding for them because they're they're either brainwashed or they see they're some like you. Or they see some evil things in the world, and they're hating the evil in the world because there's a lot of they are the, they are the evil. What are you talking they're about, not, man? They're not the evil. They're evil reacting to evil. Maybe if they're angry, they're Dude. evil. And they're and you mentioned the Hispanics, but he, they use Listen. a slur for it. And they use the blacks. And they're if the Hispanics and blacks were better neighbors, they wouldn't be so oh, vicious. Oh, that man. It's, a, that. it's true. You're talking about you're talking about the, you're talking about a certain kind of black and a certain kind of Hispanic, right? And they, but by, by like way, they put us all in the same group. No, That's I'm talking a, about it's overrepresented, and then and then there's the good ones like you. Of course, you're going to defend the KKK, man. But I'm not defending the them. I'm, I'm, ins- I'm showing the understanding. Ideals. I'm not defending them, nor am I defending the blacks mm-hmm. who hate whites. I'm just showing mm-hmm. some understanding. Because mm-hmm. you know that the bad neighbors are disproportionate in the black and Hispanic communities. You have to be blind not to know that. Man, but see, that's the and thing. And then the good ones like you, if you'll let me uh, keep on interrupting you, the good ones like you blame them for seeing something wrong with, with the, the bad ones in your ranks. So it's a bunch of... It's a bunch of uh, Devil's fight. I'm not giving. I'm not giving them a pass on uh, putting people like me in the category with people who live in poverty and crime and stuff. I'm not giving them a pass. So if they're not but mature should, enough to know that there's a difference, uh-huh. if they're not mature enough to know that there's a difference, that's on them. So I can see that there's decent white people, right? And I, I can see that there's evil white people, and right? I'm not walking around with a a, a frown on my face or a, a smug look because I'm walking beside a white person. Yeah. And you'll see it all the time with white people. Get out of your car at the grocery store, click, click, click. Old lady close, locks her doors because you're big and you're black. That's right? called so, risk assessment. You can't hold that against them. My, huh? You can't hold that against them. They, they don't want to... Hey, also, look, before you play that stupid song, uh, (laughs) were you born, uh, I mean, when you were being raised, were you Mormon or something like that before you became Christian? No, I was was raised normal Christian. I went to a Presbyterian church, a friend's church. We weren't really into any particular denomination. We were just Christian, reading the Bible, doing Jesus Club on Fridays, singing songs, going to Christian family camp. But you say you were sheltered, so did your parents live by... If it's of the world, he can't be exposed to it. No, not not to that level, because we had Superman and and GI Joe and Batman and stuff like that. So, well, you said, you and said I went to public school. When I say sheltered, I mean that I was my siblings, my older siblings, and my parents, or at least my mother, listened to Christian music, and uh, I didn't watch rated R movies that much. Only select like one or two, and PG thirteen <laughs> movies. That's what I mean by sheltered. So you resented your parents because they didn't let you watch bad movies? No, I didn't have any resentment about that. I didn't resent that for that. You're making that up. You're putting words in my mouth. (laughs) What a mess. Oh, man. Now, the reason I was asking real quick, because I was just thinking I had had three nieces, right, and and their mom sheltered them, and uh, they couldn't, anything of the world, 
and they couldn't be exposed to it. So they had the most boring life, right? That's over. So once they became, once they became of age, they became what I, promiscuous. You know, they start sleeping around and just doing whatever they could do to get all the world in they could, right? Yeah. And then, and then they hit the phase now where they, you know, they leveled out and got back on track and they're doing well and stuff like that. Nice. So it's not a good idea to be sheltering kids. You got to let them experience it for themselves. Yep. And uh, they'll figure it out. Fathers are more hands-off. Mothers overdo overdo whatever they're into, oftentimes. Mm, yeah. Anyway, man, appreciate it. John in Kentucky. Yeah. Take care. All uh, right, play that stupid song. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> uh, some super chats before I play this not-that-stupid-of-a-song. Over on Rumble, Evil is Still Real says, the only thing more G-word than being G-word is caring about this mom and her son's relationship. Got a, got a pretty G word to give two blanks, <laughs> two S words, SH words. It was still real. We are trying to get hard to get back to segregation. We just need to put all, not most, of them, I disavow this, in prison where they belong. No more fields for these industrial factories and chemical plants. In one box, he says, there are whites, Amerind, American Indian, Asian Indian persons never was a black person enslaved, he says. Um, interesting. And he uh, is going after them for different things. <laughs> I'm R-wording his uh, super chat. Is a horse a slave? Slaves are persons. There is no such thing. I come on. Um, thank you, uh, man. Guys, enjoy OK Game, I think is this song. Hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. Wow, Hassan coming up next. Sorry, man, I'm running late. Bye. Uh, that it is necessary no, to control people's minds because they're too much of a danger. Uh, that it is so necessary to control people's minds because they're too much of a danger. That it is necessary to control people's minds.
Stay ashamed of not winning again.